new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. Let's, let's go ahead and move into our huddle topic. Okay, so you guys saw yesterday that the Indianapolis Colts fire Frank Wright abruptly. We kind of saw it coming, but nevertheless, it was abrupt. But even more so surprising after that, Clarence Hill was the fact that they named Jeff Saturday, former Colts center as interim head coach, who is what? Coached at the high school level, but no experience in the NFL or college. Clarence, do you have a problem with this? Oh, a huge problem. And, and this is my, my, I got several problems with several fronts. You know, everybody was giving the coach owner all this credit for calling out Dan Snyder. You know, they need to fire Dan Snyder. But he remains part of the problem in the NFL. This is mm. an example of him remaining part of the problem with NFL owners because this would never happen for a black man. Mm. This would never, you know, NFL talks about meritocracy and, and earning it. This dude has never coached in the NFL, no NFL experience, but he's buddies with that, with, with, with the owner, and he gets the interim job of all these coaches. Reggie Wayne is on that staff. He had to volunteer for three years before they gave him a position coach. If you want a former co player who knows the organization, who knows the game, why not give him that opportunity? But he would never happen to a guy like Why not give who an opportunity? Huh? Reggie Wayne? Is that what you, is that what you said? He's on the staff. He volunteered yeah, yeah, for three years. Okay. He's on the staff as a position coach. He would never get that opportunity. If you want someone who knows the team, knows the organization, knows the game, but you go outside and give it to a guy like Jeff Saturday, and I don't know why Jeff Saturday would take this job. This is an insult to all the coaches who have worked all their life, white and black, for these type of opportunities, and you hand this job over to Jeff Saturday. And the insane part is the owner wants to keep him long-term. This is not just a temporary gig. He hopes to keep him long-term. Yeah. This is insane. Mm -hmm. All right, let me let me let me be honest. Let me paint this picture for you here. All right, not only did he it just drop turds on the uh, on the black coaches, but he also did it to the white coaches too. Right. This is the staff that has John Fox Super Bowl coach in it. Yes. It has Gus Bradley ex head coach in it, and you just go all the way around them. How are those guys supposed to feel today? When Jeff Saturday walks in and say, hello, I'm your boss, all right? How's that supposed to go over with these guys? And we see this stuff. Nothing shocks you. This should not shock you that this happens. And guess what? Jim Irsay, out of all people in the world, yeah, the guy that points the finger at everybody else. Well, I was always told by my grandma, if you point your finger at somebody, it's three more fingers pointing back at you. So you better watch what you did. Well, I wanted to add this in. I did talk to the executive director of the Fritz Pollard uh, last night. He issued a statement on the Colts hiring process for an interim head coach. He said, quote, the Rooney rule is the only universal hiring policy used by the NFL to promote fairness and diversity. However, today's news, that being yesterday in Indianapolis, illuminated a gap in the league's stated objective, ending saying, if the spirit of the rule is to expand opportunities, we believe that it must be consistently applied even in the hiring of interim positions. One of the things that Jeff Saturday talked about was his leadership ability, even though uh, Jim Irsay was all over the place in that press conference saying, I'm glad he doesn't have experience because he doesn't have the fear other coaches have when it comes to you know getting bogged down by analytics and all this other stuff, all kind of crazy comments. But he lauded his leadership. And that goes back to your point, Clarence, 
comments when you're saying, how is he supposed to look at a guy like Gus Bradley in the face, Reggie Wayne in this in the face? And no matter, because I work with Jeff Saturday at ESPN. He's a great person. He's a former Caroline. He's my you know fellow alum, all that other stuff. I have nothing bad to say about Jeff Saturday as a person. However, Fred, I do agree with you. Sometimes you can get an opportunity and say no. One, because you know you're not ready. And two, because it's not fair. And no matter how much you think that you are a great leader, how can you look at those men and squarely look at them in the eye and think that you deserve to be a leader over them? Where is he proving his leadership at? Where is he? He's coaching high school. Where is he proving his leadership ability? Just show me that. I mean, I can say I'm a good leader, but I, there's no track record of leadership with Jeff Saturday. Certainly leading a group of men, 53 men, a football team. There's no track record there. This is just an insane hire all the way around from Jeff Satter accepting it, from the, the coach owner offering it. You know, he's going to go and win it last night. He's going to interview all these coaches to see who's going to be his offense coordinator. How can you take any of this seriously? I, I can't lie. <laughs> if Dan called me and offered me the head coach's job, I'm taking it. I don't care about what you are, You are not taking it. Morris Chestnut shouldn't take the job as head coach of the Eagles. And Fred School, even though you played for the commander, shouldn't take the head coach's job. I'm just telling you as a human being, I'm not turning it down. So I can't be mad at Jeff Saturday for saying, yes, I do accept the job. But like they said, yes, it's hard for him to go in there and he's going to have to establish that with these other coaches. And let's let's be honest. Jeff a smart guy. Very smart, intelligent guy. He's not going to go in here and try to change. He's not going to go in here and try to change everything. He's going to go in there and try to galvanize the ship. So, yeah, it, 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 it was a terrible the way it happened. But it, I'm one of the people, once milk is spilled, what you going to do about it? I wish him all the best. But I'm used to this. We've just been part of the NFL for the longest. Right. That doesn't make it right. You know, yeah, back, but, in, but back, back in the civil rights but, era, people but, were used but to guess what? colored But guess what? What's the reality? What's that the reality? Sometimes reality ain't about what's right or what's wrong. Sometimes it's just what is the reality. This is the reality of the NFL. And I, and I will say this. I will say this. Every opportunity is not the best opportunity. Just because an opportunity is there doesn't mean that you have to take it. I understand what you're saying, Fred, and I agree. If you're a human being, you get an opportunity like that, you should try to go ahead and take it. However, however, in this particular situation, I feel, and I don't know, I can't tell the future, I feel this is a no-win situation for Jeff Saturday. He's coming in mm. as an interim tag. How many interim coaches end up being the regular full-time head coach? And then in addition to that, you're coming to a team with what can you do? You have a backup quarterback. You have an aging Matt Ryan on the bench. What are you going to do? Are you, you going to win your four or your next five games? You're going to win out? There's, there's no win in this situation. They're going to be looking for a quarterback at the end of the season. And in addition to that, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean that you know what you're talking about. Just because you make you have money or you inherited a football team doesn't mean you know how to manage a GM a, a, a team. This is a bad mistake by the by the owner of the team. He's going to pay for that. This is not short term. I don't know why you got that in his head. He did not go get somebody off the screen. He could have he could have gave one of the, the coaches the in-house this thing and they just want to go and get the highest draft pick. This is for the long term. He gave him this job with the intent of doing the, 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 the whole process, the Rooney Rule in the offseason, just to rehire Jeff Saturday. I'm and, telling and, you this now. And I will tell you this, you, you are hiring someone with no NFL coaching experience, and you're going to get what you pay for with that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm it's very a bad disappointed that was a to hear you, Fred, say that you would decision. take that job. That's a horrible yeah. decision. 
Why are y'all mad? Because y'all would take the listen to me. I, if somebody grant me the, the wishing to skip the line, I'm gonna skip the lunch line. And I'm gonna go right up there and go judge the big I agree with that. Listen, it's an opportunity. If you're a Jeff Saturday, listen, what nobody else, well, I, as far as I know, or I haven't heard, well, nobody offering him a job. So why not take the job? You know, in my opinion, when you get an opportunity, you have to figure out how you can parlay it into something else. Parlay it into something much bigger than that. He has that right now. However, some, some opportunities don't lend you the opportunity to parlay it. Some or some opportunities take the shine off you because you don't think now if John Gruden had to do it all over again, he would probably wish that he had stayed at ESPN and have that job in the booth, you know, Monday night uh, football and all that other stuff. Because of now, course, after having Jeff, come after having come into the Raiders, everything didn't go the way once. And I, so I think Jeff, I think, I think, I think next year when Jeff comes back to ESPN, exactly. No, he's not. Wait, let me say this right quick just to bring it back full circle because this is really what it's about you would never get that opportunity i know you would take it right and i'm not talking about you fred black coaches mm -hmm. don't get that opportunity to walk off the street in the booth black coaches yeah. who score for 30 years don't get those opportunities look at eric benemy this dude coming off the street and get this opportunity we don't get the opportunity so it sounds good yes i would take it that's not offered sadly <laughs> it would never get offered to someone who looks like you and me that's yep. That's yeah, and, and, and it's fine. I can live with that. But like I say, we have to live with the obvious. These things happen. And I'm telling you, Ursay did not go get Jeff Saturday to stir up all of this stuff just to fire him at the end of the year. I'm telling you, this story got layers. This is going to be a layer cake. This would not be a one layer cake. Oh, okay, you did, so you feel like forward. there's a chance that Jeff Saturday will come back? Before we no, go forward, yes. Yes. Fred, before we go forward, let me ask you this. Yeah, you've been in how many locker rooms or how many years you've been in the NFL? Thousand, thousand. Realistically, realistically, what uh, percentage of chances do you put on someone who has not been in the locker room this season, who's never managed and led a group of men playing the, the mo one of the most brutal games in in all of sports? What type yeah. of chance realistically do you give this man to succeed? All right, all, all right. I also know this. He's a player, so don't let let's not act like we went. He's an ex-player, so let's not oh, act so like they so went. Michael different. Jordan, so is Larry Bird. I, 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 I understand. I understand. I understand. Let, let me explain, Morris. All okay, right, man. so let's not let's not act like he's foreign to a locker room. All right, and Jeff is smart enough not to go in here and, and, and try to break everything down and build it back up. He's gonna go in there first. They have Quinn Nelson. Uh, uh, Brady, I mean, Smith, the other tackle, they got one of the better offensive lines, young group that just hasn't played well. So guess what he'll try to do when he first get in there? I'm going to correct the position that I know how to coach. He's going to go in there, he's going to put his healing hands on the offensive line. He probably going to reinsert. Hey, come on, man. Ain't no better teacher than somebody that used to do your job. He's not going to go in there and try to tell somebody how to play quarterback, know, but he can't tell somebody how to like play offensive line. Him. That's all. I hear okay. No, I'm not. Hey, I'm just not going to kill him for getting the chain. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and make this man the bad guy. I'm going to try to put some, sign some light in here and say, you know what, maybe yeah. he will do a good job. Because guess what? I'm pulling for Jeff Sad. I don't care how he got the job. Yeah, I understand a lot of people disagree with it, but I'm pulling for Jeff because I like Jeff. Yeah, listen, listen, I'm not rooting against Jeff at all. Like I can say you have neither. to take yeah. an opportunity. If you have an opportunity, hey, why not take it? I, I'm not rooting against him at all. I, I just feel that it was a horrible, horrible decision 
by the owner of the team. And I, under, and I understand that, but I also know the decision has been made. Okay, okay. As, well, as, I just feel as in as the 27-year veteran to cover this league, and with all due respect, Fred, just because you played the game don't mean you can coach the game. There's a lot well, let's, of players, let's talk about that. Hold there's on, a lot of former let's players about that. who can't coach or put in put the it. word. They don't understand what it, all that whole coaching process is. It's yeah. not just about how you played it. Let's and talk yeah, about yeah. Yeah. who are the top five teams in the league. You got the Chiefs, you yep. got the Bills, you got mm -hmm. the Eagles, and who yep. else? Chiefs, and Bills, you Eagles, Cowboys. We'll say Cowboys and say the Jets. Niners. Yeah. The Jets. Uh, of, those five, of those five teams, how many of those coaches played in the NFL? None. Played. None. Hey, well, guess what? That's been the whole NFL forever. I, it's been a good old boy's lead. I saw at the end of the day, don't, don't act like they've been hiring ex-players forever. They, they be never doing it. That's why, they, that's why I'm happy they did. I ain't mad at it. Okay, I, I'm not mad at it either. I'm just saying it was a horrible decision by the way. Well, and I, and I, that, I agree. I agree. That, when Jim Ursay was having a live press conference and he was saying things like, uh, you know, he doesn't care that he doesn't have experience and all these other things. And just Billionaire talk. I, I hear. I, well, listen. I, I just I, I appreciate Jim Ursay. Uh, you know, I appreciate his presence as an owner in the league. I appreciate the comments, even though I hear you, Fred, you represent the Commanders on the podcast. With some of the comments that he, at least the boldness that he had to at least say what he felt relative to the owner of the Commanders. But I would have to say, you know, some of the things it felt very uncomfortable watching him kind of just shoot from the hip and make He's these comments while Jeff Saturday was saying hey, 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 it, it looked like Chris Ballard at times didn't feel comfortable. And that's I, I, I am, I am Jim Ursay. This is what Jim Ursay said. I hired Jeff Saturday and I don't give a damn what any of y'all think. That's what he said. Oh, I, I'm his yeah. interpreter. Of and he also course. said he never right. had a music listen, coach, listen, so we'll see. Listen, huh? when, whenever you inherit billions of dollars why should you care what people say you that's know, what i'm telling you yeah, but we also know that jim mercy inherited it we also know that jim mercy has been one of the biggest nuts in the nfl ownership exactly. since he's been in there okay exactly. so just because he said it don't mean it's legitimate don't mean you know it's founded on anything that's, that's, that's that we should respect and the, my issue is exactly. why would the players in that locker room respect jeff saturday walking in off the street coming out from the espn booth I don't want to listen to what well, you Well, because he, he won a Super Bowl there. Because he won a Super Bowl there. That's what last, thing I wanna ask, last thing I want to ask y'all before we move on to the final takes is because a couple things. One, a defensive coordinator called me this morning, and he said that to him, this is just kind of indicative of how some teams are changing their views to the head coaching position. It's not so much about being an expert on X's and O's and all this other stuff. It's about just kind of being that face of the organization and kind of the corporal of the team, the general of the team, and, and managing that face of the team. So one, one, I want you to get to comment on that. But then, all, but then also two, relative relative to that, I just want you to kind of tell me if you feel like the Fritz Pollard line should have an issue with the fact that the uh, they make an exception for the hiring of interim head coach as far as not having to interview minorities before that when it is in season and teams really don't have the same amount of time to go through a thorough coaching search. So, so let me say this. I'm not mad at the interim uh, situation and get them in the minority opportunity because I don't I just I don't necessarily feel it's a true opportunity. You hire someone in the middle of the season 
on a team that's going in the wrong direction. And if they don't have some type of miraculous comeback or some type of miraculous season ending, they're going to get fired. I, the I Raiders, disagree really Raiders. quickly. Raheem Morris did step in as interim def, uh, defensive coordinator, I believe, for the Falcons. Or, excuse me, the interim head coach, right? And then he was a, a secondary coach before that, right? And then he ended up getting the D.C. job for the Rams. So sometimes yeah, and, it can and, and, put you on a stage right. to get a look. Of course, anything can happen. Something that ha something an outlier situation doesn't make it the norm. More often than not, the interim situation, the interim coach is not hired at the end. Look at the Raiders last year. The Raiders turned it around, made the playoffs after uh, after a bad PR situation with John Gruden, made the playoffs, um, and then he was fired and let go for Josh McDaniels. So I will say that. And, and in terms of uh, there was something that you said regarding the. Uh, what did, it, what did you say? Someone made a quote about what, what was the quote someone said? Oh, you mean the Fritz Pollard Lions? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing. You know, it's yeah. like uh, the coach, Urs, uh, the, the, the owner, Urse, said something about, well, I don't want the coaches to have to go out of fear and base their decisions based on analytics. Okay, so you bring someone else in who has never been a coach before. So what do you expect him to base his decisions on? <laughs> In all seriousness, he's going to base it off his football knowledge. All right, let me tell you something. He go the truth about this matter. It ain't but one of us up here on this panel, not but one of us that got a Ph.D. in football. All right, it's one of us that got a Ph.D. in journalism, another one in movies, and I'm telling you right now, he might not have coached football, but the damn man is educated about football. Y'all, he Y'all didn't just go hire a janitor to be the uh, the head coach. You hired an ex football player. Give him that. I will give but Fred, Fred, Fred. Yes. They hired the man. And listen again. I just want to be clear on this. Great, congratulations, Jeff. You should you should take the opportunity. I'm talking. My focus is on the owner. They hired a man to coach a football team, not to play football. There's a big difference between coaching. I understand, I, I understand that, but it's still football. He knows football. What's that? He knows X's and O's. He of knows course. football. Fred, Fred. And so, so does you everybody else. They know X's and O's, but how many people? So does Reggie Wayne. How many so does Reggie Wayne. Exactly. And Reggie Wayne was right there. Because you know football. Y'all trying to make me the bad guy. All I'm doing is saying this. Hey, it ain't even about Reggie Wayne. John Fox is sitting there in the room. Yes. Let's not even do this. About, about. You brought up, you brought up former player. Only, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm so tired of people acting like former damn players not educated about football. No, I ain't no. nobody else more no. educated than a former no, football player when it comes yes, to the game of football. A, but you have a former player right there on the staff who's been through the process. I'm not trying to make sense of who he picked. I'm just making sense of the fact that, yes, ex-football players can instantly become head coaches. Basketball players do it all the time. And how successful are they? Not that they're, successful They're very all. successful. Most of Steve Kerr was an ex-basketball player. He's winning championships. Tyrone Lue has won championships. All the Jason Kidd has won championships. I don't want to hear this. They do it all the time, and it's a right. new world order. Football players should be able to do it, too. And, you, and you're right, Fred. You're right. Football players should be able to do it, too. And thank you for giving me the basketball examples. Now I want the football examples. 
Tell me how many times a football player has gone from you want me to drop hey, you want me to drop knowledge? How about I drop Detroit Lions entire coaching staff? It's all ex-football players from Dan Campbell to Aaron Glenn to everybody on the staff, including Randall L and everybody else. And you, got, you got bad left with you got bad man. Let them build. Get them time to build. Get them time to build. And don't forget bad left. Hell, Detroit Lions been in the league for how long? They've never Dan been in the league. They've only been there three, uh, two years. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, listen, all right, listen, so. No, 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 no. I got to say, I got to make this clear. Go ahead, Clarence. I'll make my I mean, first of all, listen, no one's disrespecting football players or not. Exactly. Let's, let's, let's put this say. right there. It's the process. Okay, you cannot separate the two. You brought up Detroit. I know Dan personally. I know Aaron Gear players personally. They went through the damn process. Okay, they had to toil. They had to earn their stripes to get this opportunity. This dude came out the TV booth. It's not the same. It's not right. And, 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 and again, I just want to make it's, I'm not, gonna make, it's not right. Well, 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 hold on now. Hold on. It's not Let me same. make myself clear about this with, with Fred. I Fred. can't believe black men sit here talking about it ain't right. Listen, listen. Let me just say this. I agree with you, Fred, in saying that I'm not saying that that players can't coach. We're not against I'm not you, saying Fred. that. I'm just saying that there are two different there are two different animals, right? Hey, I, I just know what y'all say. Y'all say he hasn't he hasn't did the girt time. He hasn't did his time. No, I understand. I, I understand. But we have these anomalies that happen all the, like sometimes right. you need something like right. this to happen to reboot. The way it's done. Maybe this happening can open up some stuff for oh, black men. I agree. One more, one more thing. I yeah. agree. But anytime, I don't care what you're doing in life, whether it's coaching, going to the store, buying a car, anytime you make a decision based on that decision being an anomaly, you probably made the wrong decision. Because you're hey, hey, somebody, hey, no, no, somebody drove to a gas station as an anomaly to buy a a, a lottery ticket, and, and in about two hours, they are, in about two hours, they about to be a billionaire. So exactly. I don't want to hear about your anomaly. But that's my point, Fred. If 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 three hundred million people across the country did that, <laughs> they, they would buy that. They're not. Hey, I mean, only gonna look, we got one person. One person had a damn you know mission. So Fred, let's do this. Fred, let's do this. Take everything you earn, all your houses, your money, and everything. Let's go yeah. put it in the anomaly stock right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's live our life by that anomaly. All right, all right. So listen, 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 listen. Let's move on. A very spirited uh, debate. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be still talking about this. It's going to be hard to avoid when we see Jeff Saturday on the sidelines. You know, coming up for all these games. You, you know, can't for the second half. Not taking an opportunity though. You you, you can't. Yeah. You know, okay. All right. Let's move on to final takes. Mm -hmm.